Your daily life is filled with them. The colleague at work from another department who eats lunch with you every now and then. The guy who plops down beside you every day on the subway. Or even the other parents who sit with you at the monthly PTA meetings. I'm talking about casual acquaintances, or in some cases, downright strangers. And while many people report that they're uncomfortable making small talk with those who pass through their daily lives, it turns out that these types of casual connections are actually very good for us. Should we rethink the concept of stranger danger? It's time to get educated. Welcome everyone to Educated, a podcast with easy-to-follow academic discussion in the realm of psychology and other special topic areas. My name is Mario Rochetta, and I'm excited to say that class is officially back in session. With this episode, the start of Season 3, our junior season if you will. And it's been an absolute blast spending the last two seasons with you and this past summer hearing from all of the listeners about some of the topics that they're hoping to have covered in this season. And I can assure you, season three will cover what you want and so much more. We've got a lot of great topics on deck and lots of special guests lined up for the year. So let's get right to it. You've probably heard growing up as a kid and even into adulthood that you should be cautious around people you don't know. Don't talk to strangers. It's one of those pieces of advice that I'm sure we've all heard at some point in our lives. And while I can certainly understand where that advice comes from and why it's useful at times with the whole stranger danger thing, in this episode, we're actually going to take a look at the exact opposite idea. That is, why we should talk to strangers. Because it turns out that talking to strangers is actually quite good for our mental health and for our overall sense of well-being. But what exactly do we gain by talking to strangers, or at the very least, talking to casual acquaintances? And what have we been missing out over the past 18 months in the grip of a global pandemic that's kept many of us in our homes and away from our regular social environments? Now, I want to go ahead and preface something, maybe get a little more specific here about the type of stranger I'm referring to. For all intents and purposes of this episode, when I say that we should talk to strangers, I'm not referring to completely random people who we don't know or to some guys that are just lurking around in a dark alleyway. No, instead I'm more so referring to people with whom we have weak ties. Some people use the word acquaintances, but I think the term weak ties applies even better. The weak ties in our lives are the people that I mentioned during the cold open. You know, someone like that colleague from another department at work that you occasionally share a lunch break with, 
or the parents who sit with you on the PTA committee for your child's school. You see, you recognize these people, but they don't play a large role in your life. Instead, they are more so part of your minimal social interactions. The fact, though, is that a majority of people tend to shy away from these types of interactions. Studies in this area have shown that people often feel anxious to carry on conversations with even the weak ties in their lives. And generally speaking, it's because of the fact that we as human beings are very self-conscious about what others, including strangers, think about us. Also, due to the rise in social media and with so many interactions happening through our cell phones these days, it's also clear to see why this type of anxiety about making small talk with others has been on the rise. In fact, it might even be argued that in our quest to become more efficient as human beings, we've actually factored out opportunities for social interaction. Look no further than new grocery stores that are being built where every checkout is a self-checkout. There's no actual people working the tills. And now factor in a global pandemic, which has essentially caused our daily social interactions to be taken away even more. And we could be headed in a very dangerous direction where isolation has become commonplace for many people. And this isn't good because it's actually so very healthy for us to be social people, including the interactions we have with acquaintances, weak ties, or even strangers. Before the pandemic, the average person would actually have somewhere in the ballpark of 11 to 16 interactions per day with people that they didn't know very well. Nowadays, that number has shrunk significantly, perhaps even to the point where some people might go for days at a time without crossing paths with an acquaintance or with a weak tie. And we can't predict where the future will go, but it's very alarming to think about the negative repercussions of what could happen if this trend continues. Either way, so many studies over the past 15 years have really been focusing on the benefits of daily social interactions, specifically interactions with non-friends and non-family members. You see, researchers have begun to wonder the extent to which interacting with strangers could actually be good for us, not as a replacement for close relationships, but as a complement to them. Of course, the results of such research have been quite telling. Jillian Sandstrom from the University of Essex, she's found that these types of interactions, especially if we put some effort into being social, they lead us to better overall moods and higher feelings of being connected to our world. Other researchers still have consistently found that these types of daily interactions with acquaintances, weak ties, or even strangers, they can make us happier, mentally sharper at tasks, physically healthier, less lonely, and even more optimistic about the future. So moving forward, considering all the benefits that have been proven in this realm, 
well, it might really be time for us to start putting more effort into our social game. The key thing to remember is this. You might be feeling anxious or self-conscious about breaking the ice with others, but rest assured, you're not alone in this. Many people share this same level of discomfort when it comes to striking up conversations with our weak ties. So then what can we do about this? Well, one way to move forward in a positive direction is to conduct a little self-reflection about the matter. Think about ways that you can start up a conversation and then think about your worst fear about what could go wrong, perhaps a fear of rejection, and then brainstorm ways that you can react if that fear actually came to life, which chances are it wouldn't. You see, there's something called a liking gap, which is this imaginary gap between how much we think another person likes us and how much they actually like us. And also a part of this liking gap is the gap between how much we like a person after we're done talking with them and how much we think they like us after they're done talking with us. But you see, this gap, well, it's actually not as big a gap as we think. We misunderstand, we underestimate other people. In fact, we greatly underestimate how much other people like us and actually enjoy chatting with us. Instead, we're too busy being hard on ourselves and giving other people way too much credit. So we have to take this information and we have to let it work for us as we build our confidence to become a bit more social with those around us. It's just like with anything else. The trick here is practice. Start having these conversations and keep having them. The more we normalize having meaningful interactions with acquaintances and weak ties, the more comfortable we'll all become. And this is a good thing because who doesn't want to feel happier, healthier, and more optimistic about their world? So contrary to what Rick Springfield told you circa 1982, I'm begging you, please, talk to strangers and get ready for the positive shift it can cause in your life. And while you're at it, you might as well tell them to tune in for the brand new season of Educated.